Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday, everybody. (laughs) I am very excited about this. Uh, But before we we get into the the content of today's episode, just a reminder, this Saturday is trivia, trivia time. And it's uh, the day before Valentine's Day, so it's a Valentine's-themed love fest of music. Love is in the air. Now, Mr. Thomas, let's talk a little bit about today. Yes. So we've teased about it a little bit, listeners. Um, But as you know, my wife uh, in the last year or so has uh, solidified her knowledge of the tarot card reading and uh, crystals, to be exact. So our favorite thing this week is my favorite thing every day of the week. Um, You see what I did there? Uh, My wife, Miss Sutton Crawford. Sutton's here right now. Hi. Hi, Sutton. How are you? I'm great. Thank you guys for having me. Is this your first time? This is the the first time that I've been. For six years, I've been desperately trying to get on the podcast. (laughs) So she had to take up tarot cards, uh, and then that was the only way to get herself in. Not physical theater, of course, but yes. No. So, Sutton, let me ask you when did you first develop your interest in tarot card reading? Oh, um, so I've always been attracted to the occult and witchcraft and uh, all of those things. And I, I was really drawn to it as a, as a child. And I tell this story all the time, but I had um, my mother bought me a bag of runes, R-U-N-E-S, and those are a divination tool as well. And I didn't know what they were or how to use them, but I insisted on having them. And I would carry them around in my little fanny pack at seven years old and was like, (laughs) naturally, like you do obsessed and um and then the thing that has always stuck out to me at a school field trip a uh a psychic reached over and touched my hand and said you have the gift that's like a god that's like a okay she's got the gift so that has always stuck with me but i uh had my own deck of they're called rider weight tarot that's the tarot deck that everybody kind of knows i picked it up at a garage sale which is like blasphemy so anybody who knows tarot, don't get mad at me i bought it at a garage sale i know but i saved them uh down our street and that was um i'd say two years before crawford was born okay and i would pull for myself every once in a while, but not consistently. And then I'd say, um, a year ago, I was like, I'm going to do this for other people. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. So let me ask Kevin, has she done your cards before? So the last time she did Rob was, was almost a year ago. Um, I think we had already entered. I was reading apocalypse. Oh, we were in apocalypse. Yeah. But it was early on. So this was probably 10 months ago, but it was, I was one of the first people she did, you know, in, in a more official capacity. And, um, and I also went into it saying, I don't, I, I don't buy any. I don't buy. I don't because I'm the I'm the, the non-believer. I'm like okay. the, the atheist He's who's the like Michael. I don't believe this. But I will, but I believe you, and I support you, and I believe <laughs> that you believe it. Um, but that being said, it was it was awesome, Rob, because it really it's not it's not. Uh, 
you know, it's magic with a CK. <laughs> it's not. I'm, I'm, I'm giving learning. him a kiss right um, now. But it, it's doing good. because it's not it's not like it's more uh, posing questions to you like this card turns up. Well, you'll see you guys will listen in a minute, but it'll be more like uh, making you think it really. I came out of it thinking, wow, I. You know, even though I don't believe it, I'm like, well, I guess I do need to focus a little bit more on my career or, you know, whatever it may be that we were talking about. So it, it helped make me ask questions of myself. And that's Amazing. really the goal. I yeah. mean, because the only thing we can do is try and get closer to being the better version of ourselves or enlightenment, as the tarot yeah. would put it. And uh, well, how do you do that? You ask yourself questions and how, how do I find happiness and what does that look like for me? And if you yeah. like and if you like this and you want to get one of your own sudden, where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me at Sutton Crawford on Instagram, and you can just shoot me a DM. I also have a website, SuttonCrawford.com. And then I'm a co-founder of what's called A Casual Coven, and that's also on Instagram. And uh, we, me and my partner offer joint readings. She does Reiki, Akashic Records, um, all the witchy shit, right? So you can come there or you can come to me directly. I love that. And so, folks, when you when you click into our show description for today, you'll see a link for Sudden. You can click it. It'll take you right to right there. So if you want to continue on with this. All right. So here we go. So, Mr. Thomas, um, I'm thinking I'm feeling very well, we didn't even talk about this. You know, I was stuff I've been talking about lately, you know, like what I want to focus on career wise for this, <laughs> the next 20 to 30 years of my life. That's uh, a, that's a pretty big question. So where, I mean, where, yeah, what, like what do you want to, okay, great. Kind of, like sort of feel very torn because we, we have many hyphens in our names as you accumulate <laughs> life that I don't know where to put my energies toward um, because I, I like, you know, many things. Yeah. So that's like a that's like and that we kind of touched on that uh the last reading that we had um, we did. <clears throat> have you done people more than once i do mm-hmm. i i have many repeat customers and um am i too far away okay. i said i have many repeat customers and um you, kevin said it best he said it's like a spiritual haircut so they can't come to me every week because i am not a therapist but when you have made the appropriate changes in your own life and you feel appropriate uh that you have done some the work as they say quote quote then you come back to me and we revisit and we talk about everything and yeah so it's like every two or three months Sutton is uh shuffling which i'm sure you can hear everyone. yeah sorry everybody. no 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 well, no that's good that's why that's why people should what I've pulled for you today, Kevin, is I've pulled the Nine of Cups, the Empress, and the Seven of Swords. It's a really, really interesting reading, especially when we're talking about your work and, and how you're feeling um, frustrated by it having stopped due to COVID and what you should focus on. Uh, so the Nine of Cups, cups are emotions and relationships and love and beauty and creativity. And the Nine of Cups is a, is a, is a lovely omen. It's a really, really happy <clears throat> omen. It, all the cards, the minor arcana go from ace to 10, and they all tell their own little story. And the Nine of Cups is like fulfillment in your relationships. Um, and feeling really happy with your home life. The funny thing about the Nine of Cups is that uh, without gratitude for what you have, um, the the beautiful fruit can rot sometimes. Mm. So that's like the little warning of the, the Nine of Cups. And I think it goes for all of the things in your life. It's not just about you and me. It's not just about mm. you and Crawford. It's about the happiness that you have built in our life together. And uh, to just spend time every day and this is for everybody spend time being mindfully grateful even when it's hard Mm. um that 
I like to say you make it a ritual practice of finding something that you're grateful for in your day all the time. But it's ultimately a really, really happy card of fulfillment and love and happiness. And I like to see that. Lucky me. Uh, okay. She did not stack the deck. I did not. <laughs> no, she didn't. I saw her shuffle. I saw I her nervous. shuffle. I was nervous. Um, so I pulled a major arcana card, and it's the Empress card. So Ooh. there is the Emperor and the Empress, these archetypes of... Um, you know, it's it's a it's a very clear archetype, and and sometimes um, there's this whole debate about gendering cards, right? Because you don't want to be uh, you want to be gender neutral, and the Empress. So I'm not going to refer to her as her, but the Empress is about passion. It's about luxuriating in the sexiness of your body and loving yourself in <laughs> of of of. Um, being passionate and emotional about life, right? The emperor is very more analytical. They're the cop in their own life. They are control and order. And the empress is the opposite. They're the person who loves a sunset and cries at a sunset or hears music and feels the music. And the thing that I've been talking about with the empress with people recently, because I've pulled them a lot, Mm. her a lot. And it is a divine feminine, right? Um, Archetype. You know, you can't get rid of that. But that where the emperor would hear a piece of music and he or they would analyze it, the empress hears a piece of music and feels it and is passionate about it versus picking it apart. And so there is just this innate beauty in you, Kevin, that that you embody a lot of the empress and and Mm. that when it comes to work, we want to make sure that whatever you are doing, you feel passionate about Mm. it and that you are feeling the passion and luxuriating in the passion and, and feeling fulfilled emotionally, not just analytically, Mm. if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And then I have pulled what's called the seven of swords. Swords are your mind. um, And you're lying to yourself if you think that, and I am not going to let you off the hook because (laughs) I pulled the seven of swords a year ago for you. Oh my God. Wow. And the seven of swords points to either being dishonest with yourself or dishonest with someone else. And I really think it's about being dishonest with yourself about how important this truly is to you Mm. and that you feel that this is truly your calling Mm. and that it would be unfortunate for you to turn your back on something that is so that feeds your empress right Mm -hmm. um and that you don't want to lie to yourself about how important it truly truly is yeah that's really good (laughs) that's fantastic that's really fantastic. Uh, that's your mini reading, that's Kevin. That's really good. Honey. So, so Lots Kevin, going on in my brain right now. Well, let, well, let, let me ask you. So, so initial uh, reactions, Kevin. Well, it's you know, it's, it's so funny because what what last time with this happened, I was like, well, you're just putting, you're just making me think. You're just putting stuff in front of me and making me think. But you are, and that is what what is going on, and it's making me feel reflective. And I do. That is the issue at the core of of what I want to where I want to spend my time in the next, in the ensuing decades, um, as opposed to the last two. Um, so, and it's, and it, and it is, that's, that's the secret is like, I, I am so passionate. You're right. I am so deeply, deeply passionate about mm-hmm. it. And I would hate to like not do any of the things I love, you know, because I'm, you know, listless or whatever, wherever I am right now. But yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely makes me feel like reflective and wanting to, to embrace that. 
And and seven, I'm I'm so curious. You said that you had pulled the seven of swords. Seven of swords. Am I saying that right? Seven of swords for him today, as well as the last time he did a reading. So is there is there any messaging from the fact that this card keeps coming up for him? Are you supposed to take something from that? Oh God, yeah. I mean, that's why when somebody says, "Can I come back?" and I say, "You can't come back to me in a week because if you haven't made necessary changes uh, that we have talked about, you're going to get the same cards." Um, so yeah. I'm in the same spot I was in a year ago. I'm yes, so yes sorry. is the answer. Yes is the answer. <laughs> but that's, but that's. I think that's really important because yeah. it's 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 just sort of awakening you, like, hey. You need to move forward. The card is telling you. Mm-hmm. Take some risks. And, and what was to, really you know. interesting is that I distinctly remember his last reading, which was a full hour. I pulled all of the cards that I deemed necessary. I pulled my own discretion, right? And the judgment card came up, which is about reaping what you sow and your true calling. And like when the angels come to get you and you trade your soul for the your heart hmm. for the feather, like <clears throat> what are you going to tell them? Did you do what you wanted to do? And it, it can be as small as like your job or it can be as grand as, you helped to change the world and sometimes something as small as your job can help to change the world in little pieces and there you go there you go judgment card came calling okay rob wow nice okay now unlike you mr thomas i am not a skeptic i actually i didn't know that yeah i actually do believe that there is at all that's cool i have i have had a few readings in the past um and the readings have been scarily accurate scarily accurate um and i uh, about a year or so ago no not a year or so ago about five six months ago i did a crystal ball reading so i i am i am very interested in this so my question to so i'm on the opposite end folks that show you gotta tell me which deck you've got the blue one which is called the spacious tarot we've got the yellow one which is called the way home tarot and we have the black and white one which is called the this might hurt tarot oh i've i've had enough of that over my my life uh i the yeah the i gravitated towards yellow okay yes. okay go ahead tell me okay so um all right. So for yes, yeah, so no for me, so so I've I've done a few of these in the past. The last time I had a card reading, I think was in summer of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person was scarily accurate. Scarily yeah. accurate. Yeah. And the last time I had my crystal, I did the crystal ball reading, the man said to me, he said, The reason there's so much negativity in your life is because in your past life you were high up in the military and you killed many people and you did it mercilessly and painfully. And the residue from that life is what's bleeding into this life. And I was like, Oh boy. Wait. So, you know, what's kind of crazy is that, you know, my partner and I have, so there's this thing called the Akashic records Mm -hmm. And um, she can explain it much better than I can. But long story short, it's the idea that our souls have traveled many lifetimes, but we're just in different, you know, skin. Yeah. Um, and that that any troubles, sometimes troubles that you have in this lifetime do have to do with troubles that you had in a past life. And the Akashic Records, it's not strictly for... Um, past life regression, but it can touch on it. And the Akashic records is all of that information is stored in what's called the Akashic records. And you say a certain prayer and you open the records and your masters, teachers, and loved ones give you this information. And, uh, she reads Akashic records for other people. I've read my own Akashic records, but that is so Akashic records. Cause there's okay. this idea, you know, the person who's like, I read in the book, it's like the person who doesn't feel comfortable sticking up for themselves. And when they have to say something or to do public speaking, they, um, 
they get a sore throat, and then the Akashic Records discovered that they were hanged in a previous lifetime for being outspoken and, ah. and sticking up for what they believed in. So, so that's very interesting. Wow. That's all okay. Corrupt. Go wow. Ahead. No, that's great. That's really great. So I I look forward to these. Um, so, like I said, my, I have not had my cards done since 2019. So that's almost two uh, almost two years ago now. Yeah. So I am I am ready. Lay, lay on me whatever you got. I, can I take can't it. wait. What's your question? You just want to, do you just want to put that out there? I think, oh, you know, I think what I would like to do is what you had said in the beginning, which is I want to keep it open-ended. Okay. Unless you, uh, if you want me to get specific, I can get specific, but I think the open-ended one could be really fascinating. Okay. Let's see what happens. Great. All right. I am, and it's funny. I get this weird, you, people are like, when do you know to stop shuffling? I get a sick feeling in my stomach actually. Okay. (laughs) And we're there. Fantastic. I'm cutting for you, Rob. I'm knocking for you. One, two, three. All right. Let's see what's going on here. I just tilted it down so we could see. Thank you. Well, here we go. So we have, again, we have um, a court card for the first time in this little moment that we're all together. And we have two minor arcana cards. Your court card is the king of pentacles in this deck they're called the father of pentacles i'm going to describe the king of pentacles to you and you can tell me if they sound like somebody or they sound like an aspect of your personality the king of pentacles and to very quickly say the king is uh the representation of how they lead their life how they lead their kingdom so think about kings right how do they rule how do they lead how do they get what they want Pentacles are about money, business, hearth and home, and spirituality. And the king of pentacles is like the big daddy CEO. They drink the best scotch. They don't think about drinking the best scotch anymore because that's just a given. They're they're extremely generous people. Um, They do start to get really wonky or freaked out when money or their health is somehow in jeopardy. And they, but they're very generous. And the thing about pentacles is that pentacles, all of these things, these tangible things in our lives, um, money and our home life and uh, our spirituality ultimately uh, take time. Pentacles take a long time. And the King of Pentacles is actually really comfortable with that. They know where they've come from. They know that they built this up until this point and all the work it took to get there. So does this sound like anybody to you? It sounds very much like a lot of aspects of my personality. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's you. Yeah. And I, you know, I've been pulling the King of Pentacles pretty consistently for people. And I have been saying like, how can you be the big daddy CEO in your own life? How can you make sure that you're enjoying the finer things and taking care of yourself and manifesting what you want? Uh, and if that comes to money or if it comes into a beautiful home, or if it comes into deeply understanding yourself more, what does that look like for you? And, and luxuriate in it, drink the good scotch. Don't, don't turn your back on the finer things, like take care of yourself. And then of course, be generous, be generous of spirit, be generous with your coins, right? The more we energetically put money out into the universe, the more it comes back to us, all of this stuff. And when, and I keep saying to people, I'm like, I don't know anybody whose health and finances, when those get wonky, they're like, oh, everything's great. So, you know, that's like everybody, but you know, that's something to recognize about yourself. So that if something gets weird, especially in the time of COVID with money and all of those things, you just got to go, it's going to change. I I can get this back. It's going to be okay. I am the master of my own domain. Okay. 
in the position of, uh, I kind of do past, present, future, but because they're all minor arcana cards, we're talking about stuff right now, right? I pulled the two of swords and the two of swords is about making a choice and swords are about your mind. And uh, for example, in the Rider Waite deck, I like to talk about the imagery where it's the person, if anybody's ever seen this card, it's the person, it's a woman and she's blindfolded and she's holding these two swords over her heart. And there's a little bit that's like, girl, cut the blindfold off. Like, what are you doing? You have the power. Nobody's bound your hands. It's not the eight of swords. You have the power to make the decision and you can you can dance around pretending like you don't know what that decision is and take a little bit longer to figure it out if you want to, but you got to take the blindfold off and cut the rope and make the decision, whatever that is for you. Does that resonate for you? It does indeed. Yes, okay. it does. Yeah, I like it. Okay. And then I'm, I'm, I have a sneaking suspicion that this two of swords decision has to do with the next card, which is the seven of cups cups. Again, are emotions, relationships, love, beauty, art, all of those things. Uh, but the seven of cups talks about, um, it could talk about a lot of things because the seven of cups is about having a lot of pans in the fire. If you're somebody who isn't able to make decisions very well, the seven of cups applies to you. And it's also, you know, this person who has their head in the clouds a little bit with all of these fantasies of all the things that they could create. And in each cup, there's, you know, a dragon and a wreath and a sword and which one. And, and if you don't pull one down. If you don't pull a cup down, then all of it stays in fantasy land, right? And the funniest thing is, is that, I mean, that's what I think, it, that whatever your seven of cups is, all of these options, right, is directly related to your two of swords of yeah. making the yes. to focus on what whatever those are for you. Yeah. And, you know, I did another podcast that I pulled the seven of cups for both of the hosts of that podcast as well. And they, the one of them who was my dear, dear friend got a little defensive and was like, but I like having a lot of options. Right. And so the thing I had to say to them is that it's okay to have a lot of options and it's okay to have a lot of pans in the fire, but you want to make sure that every so often you check in and pull a pan down to cook the egg or else everything gets burned. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I, that resonates with me because I don't think there's a day that goes by where I don't wake up with some sort of new idea like, oh, I could write this book or, oh, I could do this show or I could do this with a podcast every single day. But then I don't really follow through on it. So the card is saying you got to choose. Yeah, you got to pull yep. your head out of your butt and decide which one you want to focus yep. on. And, it, and it's so it all speaks to the entirety of the reading because how are you going to be the big daddy CEO of your life if you keep everything up in the seven of cups of fantasy land you got to take the blindfold off cut the blindfold off mentally and decide which one it is that you want to focus on so that you can create the life that you want it to be in your kingdom as the king of pentacles right thank you so much this i mean once again this all resonates with me completely you've done a beautiful job not not only reading the card but then you know explaining what it is for everybody marvelous 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 work so thank you um that was awesome thank you so much oh my god my absolute pleasure finally i got to be on my husband's podcast (laughs) i adore you rob i adore you too thank you for that thank you for that and once again once again folks you can go to suddencrawford.com um and that's also in our uh show description today so you can go ahead click the link take get one with sudden they're usually going for about an hour or so um and it's just just incredible so i know i've got decisions to make now yeah it's it's and it resonated with me too it's just i'm really yeah i'm so glad thank you rob that was really thank you 
Uh, but, you got to do that. Thank you, Sutton. All right, so that was that was our mini episode for this week. Our, our favorite thing this week. Um, and join us for trivia, please, please, please. We love seeing you there. It's going to be fun Valentine's Day themed trivia night. I love when you sing. I love when you sing. And uh, I, I think there should once again, folks, tweet at him at Kev Dave Tom to do his own trivia where all the questions are him singing various songs. That's once again at Kev Dave Tom, T H O M. Uh, and he will sing whatever you want him to sing in, tri- in, in trivia. Um, oh I think you should do a whole one. What, what she's doing? Your wife's doing it right now. Um, great. Sutton, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we will all see you very, very soon. But hopefully we'll see you on Saturday for trivia. Let's get some yes. funds going for the ACLU. All right. Till next time. Bye-bye, everyone. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.